to the intentional bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Hey and welcome to another episode of the Intentional Bride. Welcome, welcome. Happy Sunday. Again, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I welcome to yet another episode. I give God glory, honor, and praise. For those who are new here, I encourage you to follow me on at Intentional Bride and as well as you can also subscribe on this platform, podbean.com. Let's dive in. So I've been doing this series on grace versus disappointment. The two categories I want to put this under is disappointment with yourself and as well as disappointment with God. Because those are the two areas I feel as Christians we really, really struggle. And how to understand, you know, the what it means to be disappointed, be disappointed and what you do with yourself beyond, you know, how you intend to do the right thing. And you really, you woke up that day and you're like, God, this is the day. This is the day God has made. Wadhani has been saying, dedicate each day to me, to God. And so you wake up like this. And within the third, fourth hour, you've done your own things. And you're so disappointed with yourself. And you're like, is it possible that I can stop this addiction? Is it possible that I can stop this mess that I'm in? I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I can't seem to stop. And does God have space for somebody like me, somebody who's stuck, somebody who doesn't know how to overcome the very thing that you know grieves the heart of God and you keep doing it and you can't help it. And so this week I came across this song by Brandon Heath, Human Nature. And the lyrics of this song really inspired this podcast because he he, he says that, he basically is like, we're not God's problem. We are God's children. We are not hopeless. We are what he's building. We can be unfinished. We can be unfinished, but still in his image to bring in the light to the land of the living. And then he goes on to say, when the Savior meets human nature, somehow the world doesn't seem so empty anymore. When the Savior meets human nature, that's all we have to do is open the door so for me when i was coming up with the cons the content for this particular episode i felt like it's important for me to remind someone out there you might mess up every day it might feel like you've been doing this thing for 20 years 30 years five minutes months whatever the duration is disappointment will happen because you're a human being you will make mistakes you may make them over and over again. Some mistakes might be accidental. Some mistakes might be intentional. Some mistakes might, might be so driven by feelings. Some mistakes might be driven by lust. Some mistakes may be driven by addiction. Some mistakes may be driven by pain. Some mistakes might be driven by trauma in your past. And you know that you should be doing better, but you cannot stop to save your life. God made it possible for us to access him despite of ourselves, in spite of ourselves, in spite of your weaknesses, in spite of your disappointment with yourself, God is interested in you and he's interested in invading that human nature. And I've been going through my own season and I've been going through my own uh, set of challenges. And one of the things that God has really put inside of me is I'm not looking for perfection. He keeps saying to me, I'm not looking for perfection. You will overcome this season because the only way you can grow is to 
go through something to go through something unpleasant to go through something difficult to go through something where you should be doing something right but you end up doing the opposite thing that awareness that you yourself your nature is wicked who you are the core of who you are is absolutely weak but that awareness that if god can check into this situation i know it can be different and that when you overcome that situation you look back and you're like yo this i did not overcome because of my flesh or my ability or my self-control i absolutely overcame this simply because there's a god in heaven grace was not awarded it was not afforded to us before the death of christ but because of that sacrifice on the cross grace has made it possible for you to come before him as filthy as you are as filthy as you are joshua in Joshua, when he went, goes before the presence of God, the Bible says he came before his righteousness was before God as filthy rags. And the Lord clothed him. And these are guys who are trying on earth to follow law, to follow, you know, instruction. But you, don't you find it interesting that he was able to stand before God's presence filthy as he was. And the first thing, the first thing that God did was grace him with new clothes he cleansed him and then he stood before him and sent him and gave him his instruction and said to him what he said to him so if you're disappointed in yourself if you've done something or continue to do something or are currently doing something and deserving of god's favor isn't it better one day in his courts begging for mercy than a thousand in the dark with the devil reminding you of every second of every day in every way that you've messed up isn't it better to just hold on to the promise that god loves you that even if for me for me where i've reached i'm like even if i'll go before you filthy or i'll go before you guilty as sin i know that if i stand before you i will be made righteous because of your son jesus and i know that if i cry for mercy i have another day where i can do things right so i urge you do not walk away from god because you're struggling you're disappointed in yourself you feel like you know you cannot succeed in this way you go to church you go to the christian spaces or you go to whatever space you look for inspiration from and everybody's just saying everything you don't need to hear at that moment they're like you know those people who are doing abcd you know god is not happy and he's coming for you and this is the message and sadly that's out there in a lot of our christian spaces and you're like absolutely there is no way i'm going to put myself in that space anymore i'd rather just continue with my sin i've gone too far i'm disappointed with myself so there isn't really a reason to keep going i encourage you grace is grace is there for you grace speaks for you grace speaks for you i do believe that if you keep going before him that every day he strengthens you to remember why you shouldn't be doing what you're doing and probably give you the strategy on how to overcome Better is one day in his court than a thousand elsewhere. Disappointment with God. You know when bad things happen to you, your family, and you've prayed, you've fasted. Let's assume you're even that Christian that's, you know, perfect. You have been following the right path. You've been doing the right thing. In fact, God is very pleased with you. But instead of rewarding you with a blessing and honor and you know, setting before you a table in the presence of your enemies, you end up going through through the ringer. I have a thousand examples in my own life where I've prayed for grace 
I've prayed for mercy and instead the opposite happened. I've gone through a miscarriage where I know I anointed, I anointed my belly and I was like, God, I speak life. I speak life. You are the giver of life. I speak life. And I still went through it and it still, it didn't, it still didn't work out. We've lost jobs in our situation. We've lost finances, hope. We've lost, you know, we, we've lost things that we thought we needed to succeed and it's gone. We've lost business. I've prayed for so much change. I've seen, I've prayed for friends who have ended up seeing their marriages fall apart. Where God had said to me, intervene, pray, and instead they, they, the marriage fell apart. I've seen death. Even when I prayed for life, and I really begged for mercy and that person still died. I've seen pro slow progress in my life. I've seen financial difficulty. I mean, the list goes on. The list of disappointment goes on and on. And it pushed me to a place where I was so disappointed with God. So disappointed with God. Because, you know, usually when you're going through this kind of hurtful situation, there's always somebody somewhere right next to you thriving in that very space that you're praying let me tell you, it can make you a wizard. It can make you very dark. But for me, having gone through all this, I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't believe I'll be standing where I am today, going through the things that I'm going through today, telling my story if I hadn't gone through these things. And I'm able to overcome and come back and say, hey, it might not look like what you expect, but God's hand is heavily on it and he's at work. He is interested in turning that situation around for your good. And I'll never forget James 1. And I've said it so many times on this platform. Count it all joy when it goes through trials and temptations. For it produces perseverance and to that faith and ultimately hope. Because that's all you need. You only need hope. Hope to face another day. Hope to live for another day. And see what, what else that go, what else God has in store for you. And one thing that I've come to learn is that there's nothing you go through that's for you. It is for the next person. It's for your generations. It's for the people around you. It's for those you can affect by saying, hey, I went through this. So may I think that if you applied these principles, it might work out for you. Life is not straightforward. It's not a direct path of easiness. Sometimes God allows diversions to come through to bring out and deal with something about you on the inside. Remember that God is a multi-dimensional God. Where we see 3D, he sees like a thousand D. Otherwise, why else would he allow Hosea, prophet Hosea, to marry a prostitute and keep forgiving her or let Samson fall for Delilah? Or allow you to keep going through these negative experiences? Is it possible that he sees something that we do not? Is it possible that it's something that we don't understand? Is it possible that he's trying to grow you in that disappointment? The devil wants you to believe that you're not worth it. He wants you to believe that there's no point in trying because after all, you're going to mess up again and again. And anyway, God is going to keep letting you down. But let me say to you this, this God that I serve is a loving and understanding, but he is a teacher. Acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Take your disappointment of him, whatever form it is, and leave it at the feet of Jesus. Because his load is light and in him you will find rest. I assure you that I have no regrets. 
serving this God as much of a mess that I feel that I am. In fact, I feel like the minute I said yes to this thing and yes to actually stepping up and doing God's work is when things kind of started falling apart. But what I find most interesting is it's in the pain, it's in the disappointment with myself, it's in the disappointment with God, it's in the thick of it. That is when I'm seeing God's hand come through the strongest. And ultimately, I'm seeing him transform my character and transform me for the better. I urge you not to give up. Disappointment will always be there because it's a part of who we are as human beings. But what I can promise you is that we have a God who will walk step by step with you throughout that process. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you can make this space a home for your heart. 